0: Welcome back. Thanks for ringing in the new year with us, guys. Happy New Year's. We on to 2022 and we say "induces" to 2021, but let me introduce these wave gods with the original wave god. And that's me, Abel. I got Brandon over here. What's Yo, good? What's up? And Mr. LaRusso, how they call you in the classroom sometimes. Call me Gene,
1: bro. Brat, oh, brat. they call you Gene. <laughs> Happy new year. Oh, that alter ego, nah, dude. Nope. All
0: right, what's good? Well, let's get into it, honestly. We're going to do our top five teams. Two sleepers on each conference, top five teams we think are have the best chance to win the championship. You know, all things considered, and then we're gonna think say two teams from each conference that we think could really make a push to get into that, you know, that Western or Eastern Conference Final, possibly the NBA Finals. Obviously, they're a little more sleepers, so just getting to the Conference Final I think would be a huge thing for these teams. Um, should we just go with number one? Who we got number one? Who's the who's the favorite right now, Brandon? Who you got? Are you sticking with your boys, the yeah, Nets? Yeah,
2: I got Nets. I mean, Harden's slowly playing himself into shape and even if he's just the pass first not quite scoring Harden but still getting you close to 10 assists a game he's second in the league right now in assists like I mean if he's st- and still putting up to over 20 points a game you know so it's like it's you know he's not Harden Harden but he's still good enough to where when
0: you have Durant
2: and like even if they get Kyrie back which is you know seems like what they're trying to do now it's
1: Inevitable,
0: with, it's imminent that he's gonna play right. which is huge yeah. I mean and that's something that now we have to consider the thing is like I mean, obviously, politics are going to be happening with New York because they got like whatever the mayor thing going on, mayor race. Is he going to play home games in the playoffs?
2: You know, I think even getting three to four games. I mean, I guess maybe this is this is like a weird thing where Nets are not going to want to get the number one seed to where they want to get. Not home field, oh, not home court advantage, just so they could get Kyrie for four games instead All of three. Right, dude. This is really is playing to really, theory This is really yeah, galaxy what braining the fuck. it. But like, I'm just saying, like, even if you get Kyrie for three to four games a, a series, I think that's still great. And I think you know Durant and Harden are going to be enough to where I think they'll be able to hold it down. I just think they're so good. Durant's good. Like Durant has to be hungry, where like he knows like, you know. So, I don't know. I think that there's my number one. Where, do you guys have Nets number one or where do they have you? The only reason I don't
1: have number I have one a is number two, because of the, the amount of minutes that they're playing Kevin Durant right now. That scares me. And I know he's a great player, and I know he's obviously trying to get the MVP this season. But fingers when, crossed on that. Yeah, fingers crossed. But having the injuries that he's had and then to lead the team in minutes and be like close to leading the league in minutes, it's just like I'm a little wary of that. So, as long as they can get this help from Kyrie Irving – and James Harden is definitely playing like he did last year. Now more than he was to start out the season. So yeah, James all, Harden. Is all back, that looks folks. good. Yeah, James, James Harden, James Harden, is, Harden back. is back. It was inevitable. He just started a little slow to start. You know, whatever. But it happens first season usually. I mean, like if that. he's not yeah. like
2: a top four player in the league, he's gonna be a top fifteen player in the league. You know, yeah, So So like sure. putting that next to Durant, it's still a great. I think Joe raises a combo. fair point
0: though. At thirty three, obviously Durant is an athletic freak of nature in terms of how he can move, being that tall and that skinny. But, I mean, injury is definitely something that happens to He's playing to like everyone. 40 minutes a game. yeah, to so be it's playing like, this much. And I said in the beginning of the that's year why that I think like, they he's going to have to play a lot. And it's looking like it's going to because this team isn't deep at all. Yeah. But at, at one point is he going to be playing injured to either finish the season or to start the playoffs or, you, and that, or get injured in the playoffs? I think if
2: they, if they trade Joe Harris to get something that's more of a shot creator – Like they might you know, relieve some stress, and maybe a defensive player too. Obviously, like we always say, these ideal trades, and like there's never like that perfect trade sitting there. But like if they can get anything, I don't know, because Joe Harris is Joe Harris has to play first. But that's right, he has. I don't know if like that. He's basically the only trade piece. I feel like so he's basically the only move they have, unless they do trade Kyrie, which we're not gonna speculate on that. That's who knows that happens. But that's not. That's too much. Too much. Too much to speculate. I don't know. Like. I think either way, I think, I think they Cam, that's are think looking
0: the best. Cam Thomas for me is probably one of the more important players because I think he is the type of player that can yeah. create Absolutely. his own shot, create his own bucket, and ease a little bit of stress off of all three of those guys. So he's going to be huge in the back end of the season, especially after the All Star game, where they have to like ease up on the minutes, not give Durant forty minutes a game, pretty much. The is Cam Thomas? Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Is he going to be able to do it? You know. So I think that's a key player to watch in the future. I still went with Joe though. I got him at two. You I got, got them the at Warriors? four. You I got at oh. four. Oh, yeah.
1: okay. My is, is my number one team right now. No, it's not a bit. My <laughs> number one team right now is the Bucks. <laughs> my number one team right now is the Bucks. The Bucks, oh, yeah. I mean, the hey, Bucks. go with yeah, go with bro. the Old
0: Faithful. Go,
1: I'm going with Old Faithful, man. Giannis just looks like he is a destroyer of worlds, and he just has that monkey off of his back. Of like, can he win it all? Can he be the guy in the clutch? Like. The dude is just a defensive mastermind out there. He could guard, like, three people at one time. And I don't know, just the way he has a control of the paint on offense, like, you literally cannot stop him. He can post up. He can hit fadeaways. Like, he's just there for me. And I, I just see that team and Drew Holiday as well, who's just good every so, year, you know. So this
2: is my argument. So I think, like, specifically you put Nets against the Bucks, right? Like, I mean, all right, let's go back to last year. Katie almost won a single-handedly you know, like, if Harden is even what he is this year, right? Like, he was not anything. He was hurt. He was not – he was just a body out there, but he was not really playing. If you give him any bit of Harden, you give him any bit of Kyrie. And, like, the thing is, too, is, like, the Bucks had P.J. Tucker. Whether you can say he's a good defender at this point in his career or not, he was just the guy that was going to, again, like
0: – He got good minutes. Got he got minutes. Good minutes he's making the stretch. KD work
2: for it. And it's relieving, you know, Giannis from having to guard, you know, KD the whole game. And or
0: Drew or anyone It well, he's so more like switching to the into the paint, so which that's, is nice. Yeah, so we want Giannis.
2: So that's why it's just like now without PJ Tucker, it's just, I don't know like w- who they're gonna be able to put on you know KD for a seven game series. That's so That'd true. be my argument. Like I don't and if you expect Giannis to do it, and I don't, it's just gonna be tough for him to do it. Uh, like a whole game defensively, not you know get in foul trouble, plus put up the you know offensive numbers that you're expecting. Like it's a lot to ask. So that's why it I is. think that would be my argument. Where it's just. Unless they pick up someone, which obviously they can, but yeah, they definitely can.
0: They definitely can. I mean, for me, one of the biggest things I'm scared of is Chris Middleton. He's shooting the worst he's been his whole career, in terms of not his whole career, but in the last like recent future, the last couple of four years, and shooting more threes. So he's only shooting pretty much 36%. Last year, shot 41, 41 before that, 41 and a half before that. But he's also shooting six threes compared to 5.4. So like, He's taking less points. He's shooting, taking more shots. His assist numbers, his turnovers are high. The, he's at a career high in turnovers this year so far. Obviously, it's still yeah. early, but this is like worrisome for me because. He pretty much it, is the guy that has to take over sometimes. But like, Drew, is Drew like,
2: was hurt and like out with like COVID and like. And so was Middleton to be like, clear. Hurt. Yeah, so, so was Middleton like, to be clear. I think but Middleton it's still... like probably like took more point guard duties than he probably like normally would, which you know could cause some of this increase in numbers. But I've I, also I not had Giannis for they, they, a stretch of games because he was off COVID. They haven't had all three of them together
1: like yeah. for as you know that so long. So to be this this well standing to have as many issues they've had between those three guys. Those are their main three guys. I, I still th- see them as the main team to beat right now. And and also the rotation, guys. I mean, Grayson Allen shooting 40% from three. Pat Connaughton shooting 40% from three. Bobby freaking Portis shooting 50. He's, he's all in on his 40 role. 40.5% from three, 15.7 points per game, nine rebounds a game, a steal a game, and a block a game. And it's just like the best season of his career. So it's, it's one of those things where, like, obviously they're going to miss Brooke Lopez. They're going to miss P.J. Tucker. But if they can get those two wings and even Dante DiVincenzo, who's still trying to work his but way, but that's back, my like, thing
2: is like without Brook and without PJ Tucker, like you're really personally gonna be strong like on like I think I like Bobby, more. Bobby on defense. I like Bobby Moore. He's okay. Brooke. but I don't know if I think of he's like that good of a like a rim protector. I mean, I guess maybe against he's the Nets, had he's, he's had a like, high
0: motor, so it's a high he's motor. Got a high defender
1: motor. is like really all you I need. I guess
2: It's just I don't know. It's just tough. That's what you're relying on. You know, like it's
1: not perfect. But I'm looking at Giannis as like a top. Two top three guy in the entire league right now. So if he top got, two, top
2: three, well, who's above it's him? like Steph and who? I mean, it's KD. Steph and him. So that's, and Steph. It, so that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. Like if we, I, if we agree that KD's better than Giannis, then it comes down to like do you Middleton. Really but I'm think saying Middleton I'm not is, even
1: saying he's better. I'm saying they're in the same like category. So it's just like they they can beat each other on a given. For sure. Night. But like that's so why I, I said KD. better
2: single handedly almost beat them themselves without hearted and Kyrie at full strength. Like I don't know, like. And that's again. That was with P.J. Tucker, who was the, the guy that was primarily on KD the whole time defensively. So that's sure. where I'm like, I don't know. I just don't know. Like, it's hard to envision
0: like what they're gonna do, you know, against them in a in a playoffs. Well, you're taking it off recency bias, which I get. I mean, I think like Joe said, getting that ho- the monkey off his back, Giannis, they might play. They might play a different team. This might be a different Bucks team with the level of experience that they got winning a championship, pretty much all, most of these guys won the championship, the main core, besides, obviously, Brook and PJ, but it's not really the main core, in my opinion. Right. So, like, that's huge. I think, I don't think it'd be such a clear-cut series as, like, it was last year. I think it'll be competitive. I mean, I still got the, I got the Nets at two, and I got the Bucks at four, so I still think Nets are better I than the I got Bucks at four. But, yeah, so, but it, it definitely, like, I could see you having um. I mean, one's a little high in my opinion just because of like my number one Warriors. I think the Warriors. I got Warriors too. So that's, uh, yeah. You know, having the number one defense, clearly they're going to get guys back. Clay being back is going to be huge. I really hope people remember how awesome it is for him to be playing basketball (laughs) and splashing threes. And look, I'm not saying Wiseman is going to be a huge difference maker in the playoffs. He's going to be a difference maker, but I think it's more about the body. I don't body know if that, we really know. That's the it's thing. The it's the body a, it's of such a presence, though. X factor. He, he, he's a big presence. He's a big presence. You know, and like this is theoretical, though. Like, of course, it's all theoretical. We so haven't seen just, the dude play. That's he's what I'm saying. Never so that's why it's he's never hard played, to count on it. it. He's never played count with on Jordan it. Poole. He's never played with pretty much the only people he's played with is like Draymond and Draymond and Steph. Like realistically, in terms of the ball, when he played with he was not good, and he was not a good fit. But team was
1: a net minus with him on the court. The
0: Warriors were were weirdly constructed team though because they didn't have Clay. They didn't have another creator in terms of what they have in Jordan Poole. They don't have sh- as many shooters. Now they got Otto Porter, Beal,
1: ball movers whereas yeah, opposed guys to, to yeah. they had more gunners in terms of a Kelly yeah. Oubre and just just guys that weren't moving It was a little more ball. clunky. It was a little more clunky of a lineup. So, and that's what I'm
0: saying. I'm thinking about it as worst-case scenario. He's a big body that could get posterized, but at least he's going to be there. You know, like yeah. it, by in terms of like the big Western Conference centers, Jokic, Ayton, who else am I missing in the Western Conference? Maybe Rudy Gobert, if you guys want to get wild. I mean, sure, Davis no, he's still worst. Yeah, Davis, bu- Davis is still worst. Yeah,
1: Davis. But for me, that's the center depth for the Warriors is like the small weakness that they have. Whereas the rest of the team is so good that like, if Wiseman is good, then yeah, that's found money. Like they have a yeah, center that can I'm go toe to toe. The same thing
0: can be said about Kaminga. Those are both just like found money, high upside, found money type of things. Their roster is good enough to just make it off Clay, Draymond, and Steph. if they all if and Wiggins, right? Wiggins is. Wiggins, that's right. Wiggins is taking a leap this year. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. took a leap last year. I mean, year he's, defensively. This is literally
2: that team they had, you know, in 2015, except Wiggins is Harrison Barnes,
0: you know? Yeah. And in, exactly. in my opinion, then he's a better had, version. He's a better yeah, version, I yeah. Think, he's a better yeah, version. If, as long as he doesn't force it, because that's what he's done his whole career. But this year is the first year where he's, he's he, he, knows his his role. he knows his spots. He knows his spots. Playing like with DeMar. Steph
1: Curry is just an easier game of basketball. Oh, 100%. And winning.
2: When you're on a winning team, like, it just makes you way more want to buy into your role.
0: Yeah. Well, you're accepting that. You do what you do well is enough if, to win. If it results in wins, yeah. and if the results in wins, then that's all that really matters. So that's why I think, and to have the number one defense already, Draymond is looking like the defensive player of the year so far this yeah, year.
1: If the I way had, he's if I had my money, making on rotations and calling out I mean, where he's guys just are supposed again to be. going
2: back to not a winning team. Like he, like people said, he kind of was like falling off last year, which like you could just say so he just wasn't in shape and wasn't as motivated because the team just had nothing to play for. But this year. He's a lot more motivated and he's back yeah. to prime, you know, Draymond Green almost. And the
1: biggest difference is like his ability to finish at the rim this season. Last year he shot forty four percent from the field. This year he's shooting fifty-four percent. So that's a complete different player, honestly. You know, yeah. to be it's a subpar looks. player to above average. Like Yeah. Well, and he's just he's not shooting his like I guess he is still shooting threes. Actually he's shooting less threes. He's shooting only one three a game this year. He just knows that he can make layups and it it's really helping them have Another guy that they could use as a safety valve. He just goes to the basket. I don't know. He's he's played a lot better on that end this but year. But the
0: thing is, I mean, last year he, he had bad percentages because he was taking tougher layups. Like think oh, about for sure. think about for that, sure. you know, the Memphis series where they lost. It was because he <laughs> took a bad floater. You <laughs> yeah. know, like this yeah. year he's Contested. he's gonna get easier looks. Yeah. With like I said, I mean, I think Jordan Poole is an underrated guy because he does create so much of his own shot. Yep. And it that attention brings a little bit of cheating on the defensive end from other players that are guarding people, which allows backdoor cuts from Draymond. Backdoor cuts by Wiggins. Yeah. Yep. Jab step back to, like, the the baseline three for Wiggins, you know? like And obviously, Steph's all over the place. Steph getting any, yeah. any bit of space Steph's is And, true. like,
1: Draymond's a good Someone passer to where you have watched. to, like, look yeah. out
2: that he is going to hit these guys. So, like, yep. that he keeps every defensive player honest to where it just lets him kind of operate a little bit.
1: Yeah, the passing didn't go away. Seven and a half assists a game, 7.9 rebounds. I mean, Draymond is literally just averaging eight in every category that <laughs> matters. Like, I don't know what to say about the guy other than he's, yeah, he's he's a very important. Career high in turnovers so far, though. That's career high in turnovers. Thing, but, like, it is what it is. I mean, yeah. it's
0: Draymond. You know he's going to turn the
1: ball over. That's it's just the way like, this team plays. They're a high-paced, high-risk, like yeah. high-turnover type team.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, all right, so obviously we talked about the Eastern Conference matchup inadvertently. So do we think, like, three is pretty much the Suns? Yeah, it yes. seems like we all yeah. agree Suns are number I mean, top five in offensive and defensive efficiency, like, how m- more balance can you get? They Every every person is playing how they were last year. It's not a fluke at all. I think JaVale McGee, that addition, huge in terms of their giving Aiden a rest, yeah. g- keeping that big presence. And I think getting Alfred Payton was actually, like, a good, just kind of, like, smart ball handler, point guard that can give Chris Paul more rest, you know? Like, he's not he's not anything special, but I think just adding that as another ball handler off the bench, I think it allows Alfred Payton to get more open shots, Shamit to get open shots, Cam, and... You know the two twin towers of Cam and McCall Bridges to get more open shots.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty nonplussed on Alfred Payton. I like Shamit though, and like you said with Javale, he's he's averaging 10 points and seven rebounds on 15.9 minutes per game. That's ridiculous, bro. <laughs> if he was his per 30 would be like freaking 20 and 16 or 20 yeah. and 14. So it's just like I don't know when you're getting that type of production from your big man, and they didn't have anybody like that as a backup last season. No, I they were rocking
0: you. with Frank Kaminsky and Saric. Yeah, a so, large portion of the time,
1: and that was a problem. And it was it was a a known
0: problem when they faced Giannis, when they faced Brook Lopez, who are bigger guys that can also space and switch on defense if they have to. Yep. Like, you couldn't... Like, sure, Kraminski would get hot, score maybe, like, 10 points, but he's also getting scored on every possession on the yeah. other end. So yeah. what's the point, you know? Yeah. With JaVale McGee, like, it's the opposite. You're not getting scored on. Like, are he going to be scoring on the other end? No,
1: but that's why you have... Chris Paul. And sometimes he Devin is. Booker. I mean, JaVale's a wild card. I mean, he's yeah. averaging 10 points a game. No, like, he is a wild card. He's doing pretty I'll, solid His, his right baby now.
0: hook, like in the baseline post, yeah. is actually pretty solid, yeah. which is not something I didn't expect to say no. five years ago.
1: Right. So, I mean. We could praise finish up by praising Devin Booker for turning into a legitimately, like, really good three-point shooter this year, and then Chris Paul for just. I don't know how the fuck he's doing. Yeah, it. I mean, I we've never seen a point guard th- this old be this productive. Chris is basically productive. the
2: thing where it's like, come playoff time, like, is he gonna stay healthy? And like you can say about any player, but I feel like Chris Paul is probably the biggest like. I think he got, got a little bit of the monkey older. off the back, but I mean you know? the fact that he was the last man standing last year, so that's why it's like you can't really predict that. It just also I don't know, like, I mean I don't know. It's tough to like because they did win because of injuries through the playoffs last year, and like I don't know if like. They're just such a traditional team where they're good, but like, I don't know if they have enough star power to where, like.
1: This is a bad take, Brandon. Yeah, I don't this know. This team man. is good. This team is good, and they I got better. I think this, team is, this team is really good at that. making better. it to the finals. They, they I mean, got I better. They
0: three,
2: so that's why.
1: They're yeah, playing the you buy, know They're, they're good. playing
2: well now. You know i they just they're good. like. I don't know. Like, You're just a hater. Yeah, they, you wake up I just, early to be a hater. I agree,
1: I, I agree that Chris Paul is getting up there in age, but this team is good, and they did everything they needed to address in the offseason, so I they have to be in your top three, in my opinion. And they are, so, yeah. They we all agree.
2: everything. Else. They only added JaVale McGee. That was the only thing.
1: And uh, Landry Shamit, which, in my opinion, is a small addition, but someone shooting 37% from three is always a good that addition. did not
2: matter to me in the regular season. He was not a factor on the Nets at all last year. I mean,
1: he, he got playing time but only because they didn't really like wanna play him for whatever reason. I don't know. I, I still think he's an effective player. If you can shoot from three above average and you're six five, you should be Considered someone that. Can I'm just play. saying,
2: I don't think he's. That's just like I don't know if he's a consistent three-point shooter. He's I mean, he a guy.
1: I mean, he is a consistent three-point uh, shooter. He's only like fourth, fifth year in the league. He's he's a fine rotation player. I think he's, he's played on I'm big teams. I'm just saying, I'm not like gonna be like, oh, but now this, they're really even, ready
2: to step. They're way better to beat the Bucks this year now than they but were. But they already last year.
1: had three wing players in McCall, Bridges, Cam Johnson, and Jay Crowder. So to add so someone like saying, Shammons, do you think they could
2: beat the Bucks?
1: I think they would give them a better series than they did last year. I think I they think would they give got them a better, a, a better series team. than they did last year. I, I don't agree. know. I, I think,
2: mean, I don't know if their team's that much better. I think with, with JaVale. Vale's
0: big, their biggest thing. You know, because like, that's almost big. like a Giannis like the, uh, close to getting like, a backup Giannis stopper. Like you know, Cam like Johnson
2: and Jay Crowder is your like your fours, I think, the weak spot. Jay, Cam Johnson's great for what his role, and I think Jay Crowder's fine. I think if you were able to upgrade that, I think that's like,
1: you're really looking. So good you're, here. you're saying they should be buyers at the if trade they, deadline. Obviously,
2: I'm not saying you got to go out of your way and just sell, you know, everything. But like, if you could get like a Jeremy Grant or someone I'm like that to play wrong. the four, yeah. yeah, like that's super. That would be great. Is that would really like? And I think all these teams should try to solidify their, you know, spot. You know, well, like of course, if you're not a, the number one team, it's a tight race.
0: everyone, could easily win the finals Like I don't. This year. That's right. I think anyone in our top four could win the Probably who I
2: feel the best about, and that's assuming Kyrie plays but like even that then uh, they, all these teams are close so that's why if I'm any of these teams I'm definitely trying to make a move you know yes like I said like the, I think the Warriors should probably make a move for their uh, better you know uh, one more big you know unless Wiseman ends up working but like all these teams do have some kind of weakness so I, I think their weakness is just like I think the I, I wouldn't even say it's a weakness I just think it's like where they could use an upgrade is probably that four spot
1: my, my weakness for them is just how like slightly undersized they are at that one and two position because when you really put like six six and six seven guys on Chris Paul and Devin Booker, like they can be stymied a little bit. You know, they're yeah. they're amazing scorers. They can get their shots off. I mean that's anybody. I think their
2: whole team is pretty small because even like Mikael Bridges is more of like a two guard, but he's playing this. I mean he's a good he's a three, but like he's you know, he's a little small. So like and yeah. then again you're going with like Cam Johnson at the four. So it's like a modern team kind of, but like
1: I think I don't know, like You look at Paul George or you look at like a lot of the best teams yeah. and they have like a, a forward who's like just Argantuan and and they don't really have yeah. someone like that so they are missing a little bit like you're saying that three four who's who's gonna stand out and just get a shot over anybody yeah
0: I yeah mean, but I mean any team could really be missing that that's, no that's of course those thing. are impossible no, players but, I mean the, the, the thing the, is, these like, are
1: these are nitpicks these are nitpicks yeah but all, I mean, all three of these teams just deserve, like, deserve like, to be here
2: I just feel like I trust Steph you know I trust KD. I trust Giannis, you know, or Middleton even. I mean, Middleton's on So You don't on trust the, Devin Booker yet? He, uh, he's like right below those guys. You, you're, what? You're putting Booker on KD and Giannis's and Steph Curry's level. I think veins, 20, 23 points he, a game.
0: In terms of ice in his veins in the playoffs. Bro, his three
1: point shooting is at the point that he's like an elite, elite guy. I, I mean, don't know.
2: It's just, uh, again, this is on low volume. Like, it's good volume, but I'm just saying he's 23 points a game, which is his lowest in like the last six I years. I know, but if
1: you're shooting 41.9. From three, and you're shooting six attempts a game. I'm just saying like that's, saying that's an not effective Steph Curry,
2: shooter. KD, Giannis level. Is what I'm saying. Eh, that's but- a low level. Lower for sure. Like they're just. I no mean, you're on, on the number two team that's in when right. you're that on the number two team in Zach the Zach West, Levine. Zach Levine, has better numbers than this. And where are you saying Zach Levine's on that guy, those guys' level? Zach I, Levine not. has they're entered not. the chat. I think he's, he's not much,
1: KD, Steph Curry, Giannis level. I mean, those are the greatest players in the world. Okay, we're talking that's about the I'm greatest that's teams. And are their best players. That's what I'm saying. The Suns like
2: that's my problem. Is I don't know if they have enough star power. They're really well built. It's fair. It's fair. I just don't know if they quite. Are gonna, you gonna? But know, that's the to difference
0: in terms of this year. Like, do you pick the stars or do you pick the better form team? Yeah, I think, and that's kind of the predicament I fell into in, in the five spot. Like, am I picking the stars or am I picking the better form team? You know, and so like that's kind of something, especially not necessarily in the top heavy, because we're talking best players in the world stuff, Giannis, KD, but with like the the second tier of championship contenders, there are some really good teams out there that haven't proven that they're stars yet because they're all pretty young. Not enough playoff experience, et cetera, et cetera. So that's kind of like that's what we're gonna see come playoff time, and that's really the exciting part about this this year is that we're actually gonna see the experiment play out. Hopefully, I mean, Some COVID NBA is science. really well. We'll see what COVID says. The, the real science might, might put a damper in it. Yeah. But I mean, all right, let's move on to five then. Yeah, let's transition. Who you guys uh, got? Who you guys got? All right, five. I got Bulls. Yeah, buddy. <laughs>
1: You guys both got the Bulls. You got yeah. the Heat. I went with the Heat. So, yeah, yeah, I went with oh, the yeah. Heat, bro. Well,
0: let's go. Homer pick. Homer <laughs> yeah. pick. Nah, It's dude, totally fair. Drop the Homer soundbite. So it's totally is, fair. I, dude, I, obviously,
2: we all love the Heat. I don't know if I think they're gonna, they could win it this year. I think, I mean, Jimmy's just so good. He has a will. That's what you I'm know, saying.
0: Star power versus the team. Like, but what like, are you picking? You see, this is
2: like, this is my argument for the Suns. Where this is that Heat a very well built team, but I just don't think they have the star power to like really get there. I think the bubble was amazing. I think Jimmy is like the type of psycho that could like you know like thrive in a bubble situation where, where other people might not have it, and just the Heat culture is like. There's a the perfect team to be in that situation, yep. where they're disciplined like that, like a military outfit or something. But like, at this, I mean, they like they're really good. So I, I'm not even hating on them. He, I would just, I just the way Demar has been playing and Levine is just he, like he has entered the chat. So like, I think those two guys together with Lonzo, and the, the thing is, the Bulls are a pretty well-built team too. Where like Vooch, you know, was a 23-point-per-game guy who's dropped down to like 15 points because. Partly because he's taking a step back, but like, and they just, they don't really. need He started him. slow. He's, he's, he's picked started, it up
1: recently. Well, yeah, his last three games, he's averaging like twenty and ten. he's, yeah. he's definitely looking like more like the guy from last year. I mean, year.
2: And they don't need him to do twenty and ten every game, though. That's the thing with Demar and He just needs to hit a better Levine, percentages. He, he just like he's Which there, like, and he, him his, his his like gravity of being like a, a legit threat of shooting the ball and stuff. Like, I feel like opens it up for Demar and Levine. So like, I just think having all those three of those like elite scorers with Lonzo, like, who's just a Swiss army knife that could do whatever you need him to do. Right. Lonzo and Caruso, it's so crazy how on paper this team was not a good defensive team, but, like, Caruso and Lonzo – are holding it down. Are holding
0: it down to where this is like a good defensive team. I mean, Lonzo team. Dark Horse Defensive Player of the Year. I if think he came so. set up The whole year. I mean, he should be. He
1: should be first team all defense or thing, at least second it's team just all defense. Hard. So the thing he's is, been that good. It, it,
2: you. This is where I think you like the analytics it do kind of fail you. Like you, I, to, I feel like you have to look at everything because like big eye test. The most like most like like defensive stats so, like analytically and just counting stats like blocks and steals and stuff. They always just favor you know, like big men where it's harder to, for a guy that like just locks down your guy and plays, you know, good defense and like knows when to rotate and help and like knows what to do. Like it's hard to actually see that in the stats, but like, Lonzo should get some more recognition,
1: I think, at least for, like for uh, defensive player. But in general, I yeah. think his team is dude. Just... He he's guarded Julius Randle on possessions. He's guarded <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeremy Grant. He guards like literally one through four and locks down one through four. Like yeah. it doesn't matter how much size or weight he gives up. I mean, they go the close
2: small with like Demar at the four, and that's because they could just basically switch like, switch everything pick and roll pretty much everything. everything.
0: And that is the modern NBA. Yeah, that's a modern NBA. I mean, something that's interesting too is like. Is there a possibility Pat will comes back for the playoffs just to be kind of a random defensive player? If they like, get anything for that's him, a, that's like the huge. Yeah, that's some factor. cherry on
1: top of the cake. I'm just looking at no, this no. Already team.
0: the team is great. I'm saying, but like, man, like that's imagine having h- that h- huge arguably your best defender last year coming yeah. just like back right in time so, so, to play that for that. So they would you kind trade him? Defensively, yeah. I wouldn't trade him. I feel like his value like, is like, probably the lowest right like now. Would you trade him?
2: Like I'm just gonna keep bringing up the name. Would you trade him for like Jeremy Grant? Like if the Pistons are like like we can tank. We'll keep Patrick Williams, let him sit out the rest of the year, have him come back next year with our young it core. It wouldn't work out, though. With have the, Jeremy Grant We'd have to give up a, a
0: bigger contract because Jeremy Grant's yeah, got a big contract. I mean, I mean, he's only I'm got a 20 million yeah. a year, though. Batwell's so yeah, on a rookie contract. It wouldn't we, work out. We'd, we'd, have, we'd have to give up though. another big name. But, I mean, yeah, I probably would do that, realistically. Like if you know the Bulls I mean, have right now, every right, right, right to go in so and willing, try to get... So you would trade
2: Patrick Williams for the right piece if you could make it.
0: If it's a win-now mentality, this team is ready
2: to win now.
1: They're ready to win now. Marta Rosen is really the headliner here. He's He's been an MVP candidate. I was
2: gonna say. I mean, it's. I mean, Steph is number one. I think we all probably agree so far. I think KD is right there, neck and neck. I mean, after that, I think it's probably Demar, right? I Jokic mean, or, or Damar. Jokic, yeah, Jokic. and Damar, but Yo- DeMar, is, because of this record. The, I mean, the Nuggets are like 500, so yeah. it's hard to really like do it. He's just he's so good that like he's he's gonna get votes. He's in the conversation, but I think Demar is really like, yeah, you know, 27 team.
1: points a game, five boards, four assists. I mean a steal like i it's just it's un, unbelievable that he's able to be this productive and I this efficient I don't know at I would say it's time. unbelievable
0: I mean no, t- for the haters when it's unbelievable Dude it's like he hasn't no. averaged
1: 27 points in like 5 years no, like, it just, I this mean is, this, is,
0: this is the best team he's played with in This a very is the best, team he's, he's with, had Levine another the best team he's played with Arguably the best he's played with ever Arguably yeah, the best no, it, team he's played with It is
1: the best team he's ever been on so obviously that goes into consideration but he hasn't been this prolific of a scorer in 4 or 5 years I just think having
2: having the spacing with Vooch shooting the ball and 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 his all. shooting
1: great shooters he's shooting 36% from deep which he's never done well, in that, his entire he career, that's got a career high. he definitely realized that's a skill it. that he's going to have to last, get better the on last the last four seasons this is where his three point percentage is 25%, 25%, 15% <laughs>
0: but <laughs> he's that's been like bad. that's what Brandon is saying though that's the fact that Lavine to yeah. create
1: his own shot like there's no space on the Spurs. can drive. yeah, you
0: know so he gets open threes you know yeah. in his career he never got like a spot up open three no he, he did with the Raptors. he, did he didn't sometimes, shoot them with but the but not Raptors. like this not not as open as this no dude come and he on. wasn't, as good, of a, on and he wasn't on as good of a shooter yeah, back in the day in the Raptors become, and now he's definitely worked on that like yeah. obviously he's worked on it his yeah. shot is looks crisp from three but i'm saying like he was definitely the guy shots. that you're like
1: don't shoot the three and now he's like no take that shit credit to him he did not give up on that and now he's shooting 36 percent. so that's why he's an MVP candidate that's why he's been this good yeah. Yeah, I
0: agree. I mean, still not shooting a lot of threes, only like eleven percent of his shots, but still. Oh, I mean, no. It's definitely for sure. it's definitely an aspect that helps. And I think the Bulls are dangerous. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bulls upset like a Big name like the Bucks, you know. I
2: mean, dude, the Bulls I think are legit championship contenders. Like, I would yeah, not legit, be surprised yeah. if they made it to the finals. Yeah, and you like know?
0: Yeah. The, the Nets. That's a that's a tough team to match up again. Like Nets against Bulls, that's a that's a tough match. The Bulls up, have you know? had their numbers Bulls this year. Bulls won the regular season. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying. Away and at home. And you so. can tell
2: the Nets wanted to win those games too. It wasn't just oh like, no, a, yeah, a, exactly. yeah,
0: and they were pretty much full strength minus Kyrie yeah. for both games. Yeah. So, so it's going to be really interesting. I mean, I wanted to put them as a sleeper, but they they, they they've earned being a sleeper. No, I get it. Nah, you, don't a joke. you don't get it, Joe. You don't get it, Joe. I do. You I'm got just him like outside the top five, man. I'm still,
1: I'm still I thought a little, I'm a little, man, you know? a little weary about that center position. All I right, love hit us with the heat
0: pitch. What's what's good with the heat pitch?
1: Well, the heat pitch is they just have three guys and they have like a defender at every position. So it's just like I don't know that the Bulls have a center defender that will get it done in the postseason. That's, I mean, a Bulls Heat concern.
0: series would be pretty fun. Bulls Heat would be so much fun. Bulls and Heat would be amazing. It would be heated, and I think like. Demar and Levine going against Jimmy. that talk be about just passion, fireworks. honestly. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. Because both all three of those guys are just straight passion on the on the floor. They love the game, bro. They love the game. And that's what I mean. I think it comes back to like I'm saying. Do I my trust in the team? Am I trusting the star players? Because I mean, J- Jimmy and Bam are just as good as DeMar the. Just and Levine, Tyler you know? Hero. Can you trust him? Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry is he at getting,
2: 35, you know, years old, and like. You know, and he's fine. He's good. It just...
0: But you're taking Lonzo in that matchup. I'm taking Lonzo. Yeah. So that's why, like, Duncan I don't know. Duncan Robinson and P.J. Tucker, are they going to play
1: well? And Oladipo is even
0: playing? And they're like, not even that deep after that. You know, Gabe Vincent is okay. Like Gabe Vincent, is I, okay. I actually good, gotta correct Dedman, my take. Okay. I think
1: Gabe Vincent, I said in the beginning of the season, was like, who the fuck is this guy? He's actually pretty good. Well, I, I like he, him. No, like, nah, he's he's more or less just been a backup point guard, but I just think he's he's become pretty feisty and can actually make threes. So yeah,
0: I mean he's solid, but he's like a Tyus Jones kind of guy where like yeah. you're happy he's Undersized. on the court as the backup, but like you're not like that's like, like he's not gonna make a huge difference if he does. Then I think the Heat are yeah. a problem. If Gabe Vincent is literally killing it in the playoffs, the Heat are going to be a problem for any team.
1: I would just say when they lost Kendrick Nunn, I was like, I don't know if they can fill a production with someone who's not him, you know. And I, I think Gabe Vincent has filled that role as as enough as they needed him. To. Him good. and
0: Tyler Hero essentially have both like yeah. sandwiched. Into Tyler it. Hero stepped up, but yeah. I think
1: Gabe Vincent has been like someone who is in the background that they they needed, and he's shown up.
0: Yeah, I mean, 21 minutes a game. He's their eighth guy. Out the. I mean, he's their eighth guy. You know, so like that's essentially what it is. But that's the end of that, honestly. Everyone that thought we were gonna do the whole sleeper thing all in one pod, you thought wrong. And I hope you guys enjoyed the top five though. But the real sleepers, that's where it's at. That's you know, cause everyone's got the same top five. Let's be real. Them sleepers though, who even knows what we got? We could have the thunder. We could have the magic. This is this is whatever universe we wanted to be. But catch us on the next one. Peace, peace.